You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. And Mazel Tov. We're in the Sheva Brochus. What does that mean? Just a few days ago, we all stood at Sinai. We all were spoken to directly by the creator of the world, by the one who took us out of Egypt. Personally, he spoke to us, and we responded. It was the wedding. It was the chuppah. It was the commitment. We committed, he committed, and now it's the days after the wedding. It's the Sheva Brochus. In the week after, the great celebrations, continuing to prepare for the marriage. A wedding is one thing. A marriage, oh, that is a whole other story. And of course, we want to focus on, we want to concentrate and share ideas as to how to continue the joy, to continue the excitement, to continue the passion, the commitment, to continue the absolute promise, potential of this wonderful union. Who are we? Our essence is expressed in our name. We are Yehudim, Jewish people. Judah, the fourth son of the matriarch Leah. Oh, she said, this time, I will give thanks to Hashem. And we take our name from that very, that very name. We are Yehudim, those who give thanks. Our chief rabbi encouraged parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles to come and learn with the children. And the theme that he chose was the theme of gratitude. An amazing theme, which is this incredible key to being fully alive, to being joyous, to being who we really, really are. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. And so, the wedding. And now, the marriage. And during these days, after Matan Torah, after the receiving of the Torah, there's so much to focus on, so much to develop, so much that can bring us incredible, incredible joy. And let's begin by looking at the four names of the festival. They carry a message for the marriage. The first, Chag HaShavuot. Shavuot is a week. A week repeats itself. Life can become very boring, routine. Oh, it's Monday again, it's Friday again, it's Monday again. But the message is that we have to infuse joy, passion, excitement into the ordinary. 
זמן מתן תורתנו, it's the time of the giving of our Torah. We are told that at every day, it's one of the six remembrances. Remember this, the day you stood at Sinai, at Chorev. What does it mean on a daily basis we have to remember? That was the time of the gift. And we have to remember in the routine to remember the gift. There is gift in every moment. There is gift in every breath. There is gift wherever we are. There's a gift in every interaction with people and with things, with objects and with events. Life is alive, high, ongoing, breathing. But it's up to us to be the co-authors of our destiny by putting everything we can into this gift called time, life, routine. So, Shavuot, it's that same cycle, Sheva, seven, repeat. And yet, it's a gift. A gift of what? It's a gift of Torah. Torah is from the word guidance, Hora'ah. Torah infuses the ordinary, the seeming ordinary, with incredible, incredible chayas, chay, life, passion. Torah focuses, shines a light on the absolute potential in absolutely everything in life. Times of joy, times of pain, God forbid. Times of newness, times of seeming routine. Times when the potential and the purpose is clear. Times when it's dark. Times when we don't see the purpose. Times of hard work. Times of relative ease. Torah focuses and guides us and tells us what to do with and in every situation. Another name of Shavuot, Yom HaBikurim, the day of bringing the first fruits. Once a year, a Jew who was busy with agriculture would bring first fruits that grew in his land. And to whom would he bring it? He would bring it to the Kohen in the Holy Temple. And what? And it was of the seven special fruits of Eretz Yisrael. And it wasn't just to bring an offering, but it was also to make a declaration. And that declaration is an awareness of how He got to this day. Take nothing for granted. It wasn't my hard work. Yes, I had to lend a hand. But nothing, nothing, nothing happens in this world without Hashem's direct, direct doing it. It's really Hashem who's doing it. And when a Jewish farmer would bring that gift, those first fruits, the declaration he would make, was an amazing one. And that was going all the way back to thanking Hashem for taking 
us out of Egypt with a strong hand and an outstretched arm, with awesome power and signs and miracles and wonders. And then the farmer continues to declare, he brought us to this place, the land of Israel. And then he continues to say, he gave us this land, the land of Israel, a land that flows with milk and honey. And that's why Hashem... I am bringing up the first fruits of the land that you, Hashem, have given me. A constant awareness of the kindness and generosity of Hashem. And then the Torah says, you will then set down the first fruits in front of Hashem and bow to Hashem, your God. It's an incredible thing. It's all about being who we really are. Creatures of gratitude, creatures of awareness. It's not my hard work, and good luck that it rained, good luck that the locusts didn't come, good luck that it worked. I worked hard. Okay, I'm going to give you some of it. No, 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 no. Everything, everything, everything is matan, a gift from Hashem. So, Yom Habikurim. On a daily basis, let us look that we give Hashem our best. First fruits, the best, not the leftovers. And what does Hashem want of us? Ah, He wants us to actualize our potential. So when it comes to doing any mitzvah, when it comes to the way we speak to one another with love, give it your best. When it comes to giving tzedakah, give generously and of your best. When it comes to any of the wonderful mitzvahs that are there on a daily basis, honoring your parents, giving generously to others, escorting the dead, dowering the bride, all the wonderful mitzvahs of visiting the sick, do it with your whole heart. Shine. Know that it's yom, it's a daily opportunity for light. Yom is analogous to the sun shining. To bring light to this world, bikurim, give of your best. Because when you do, it's incredible, incredible. There's another name for the festival. It's Chagakatsir, the festival of harvest. We need to know that everything we plant with sincerity will grow. And because mitzvahs are infinite, there's never such a thing that I gave a coin to tzedakah and there was no return. There's always huge return in the right moment. There's never such a thing as I was kind and I was hurt in return. I gave, and I was smacked in return. Not at all. When we give with heart, we give bikurim, we give the best, there is a guarantee that no activity, no campaign, no focused effort will ever um, not give a big return. It's a promise Everything we invest is going to grow. 
Chag HaKatsir. There will be the celebration, the Chag of Katsir, of ingathering of the harvest. Life is like that. We don't always see it right away. When you put a seed into the ground, nothing, nothing. For a long time, nothing. Gradually, you see a little bit of a shoot, a little bit of something green poking up. But what's going on underneath is incredible. It's a whole other world. We don't see it. But we know that things are happening because of the little bit of a reaction that we see on the surface. Let us continue to put all our efforts into who we really are, Yehudim. Let's understand that anything worthwhile takes cultivation and patience. So to the marriage. Hashem gives us a chag, a yontif. It's exciting. There are cheesecakes and blintzes. There's an excitement. There's a buzz. It's a chag. It's a gift. But now, with that romantic introduction, we have to work hard and make this a conscious marriage on a daily basis. Every day, yom, bikurim, give your best. Every day, look at the matan, the gift of Torah, of guidance, and use it. Use it to our benefit. Shavuot, do it in the week. Do it during the week, even it seems re- repetitive. Every second is being created by Hashem. There's a new energy. Every single hour that comes down and then goes back. We don't see it. It's like under the ground. It's hidden. But there is so much going on. And we need to understand that there will be Chag HaKatsir, a great celebration of harvest and the ultimate one that is coming soon, and that is the day of Mashiach. Hashem loves us. The whole basis is he wants us to have a good life, and he reminds us of his love. Where? In the prayers, in the davening, the words of King David. Every word of the Torah is a reminder. The prophets Our shared history is replete with Hashem desiring the goodness of his people, of his world, and putting things into place. But like in a marriage, one plus one equals another one. And that means that we each must remain an individual with our own identity in order to create the one plus one equals a third one. The big partnership that's in personal marriage and that's in the global partnership as well. We don't shrink. We grow. We don't lose our identity. We strengthen our identity and we create a third reality. And that is the result of the partnership. Who are we? Yehudim, Yidin, from the word Yehuda, gratitude, have three essential qualities. They are Rachmanim, compassionate, 
ביישנים, humble by nature, גומלי חסדים, benevolent. As we've said many times, a Jew in his essence doesn't just feel for another, he does something about it. He doesn't just have Rachmonis, he does chesed because he feels for the other. Live your truth, especially when it is the truth. And we are also Baishanim. Baishanim is not just shy, God forbid, but it's an awareness of the truth, which is God's presence. And that brings about the normal, natural reaction. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you so much. And therefore, the way our sages have structured the prayers is that the first word that we say in the morning is modeh, modeani, I give thanks. And if we look at that prayer, it's only 12 words. It's an incredible, incredible prayer. As we become conscious in the morning, as we become aware that we are alive, that a new day has been given to us, we are meant to put our hands together and to bend our heads, to bow, lehodot, to thank, to admit, and to say, modeh ani lefanecha, to talk to melech kayam. there's a king, and he's there, and he's been there the whole night, and he's the king of the universe, he's the king of everything, and he's waiting for me to wake up. And he's looked after me at night. He's returned my energy. He's healed me with the gift of sleep. And I turn to him with an awareness and I say, thank you. I thank you, O great and living king, king who exists, who never stops existing. Why am I giving thanks to you? There's so much, but I'll start with that you returned my soul, you returned. You're looking after me. You personally returned. And we're saying this in Hebrew, there's, when we say you, it's what we call nochach. You're talking directly to the person if it's you. We're not talking about the great king, him, in the third person. We're talking to him face to face. Shehechezarto bi nishmasi. You, my friend, the one I'm familiar with, returned in me my soul. And then we say, great is your faithfulness. And we're told, not only are you loyal, faithful, and reliable, but great is the faith that you have in me, that you gave me another day, another chance. I might not have really lived up to all the gifts you gave me, but great is your faithfulness. You trust me, even if I don't believe so much in myself. And you say, come on, try again. Let's talk about a gift. Matan Torah. You know, when does a person really feel happy when they give you a gift? Not just when they give it to you and you say, oh, thank you, thank you. But when they see you using it. If that gift gets put on the shelf, in the drawer, the back of the cupboard, ah, you know, it was nice that you gave a gift. But when that person wears, uses, 
eats, enjoys, drives, reads the gift. Every time you see that the gift is a gift that keeps giving, then you really feel close to the person. You feel good. And Hashem gave and gives us so many matanot, so many gifts. Let's use them. And the amazing thing is as follows. When we notice and we thank Hashem for what we have, both in word and more importantly in action, to use our minds, to use our hearts, to use the gifts, he gives us more. It brings him close. It makes us feel close. And the blessings become cyclic. He keeps coming and giving more and more and more. It's a partnership. It's an amazing, amazing partnership. So it's up to us. We play a big part in bringing blessing to our own lives. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. Ah, good Shabbos. I'm Mashi Lipska. Delighted to be with you. And I have a message for you from us at Chai FM. Very important message. Because in these challenging times, so many people are under pressure. And for some of us, it can all become just too much. To whom can one turn? Chai FM is going to start a helpline later this year. And right now, we're looking for compassionate, caring volunteers, people we can train as call center counselors. If you have a background in counseling or an interest in counseling and want to find out more, email us at helpline, one word, at chayafem.com. That's us, chayafem, 101.9 megahertz of caring and serving the community. So here we are talking about the afterglow. We had the wedding. This is the honeymoon now, the Sheva Brochus. This is a time of tremendous, tremendous concretizing, proving, kind of taking in and absorbing what really, really happened there at the wedding and trying to make it practical so that the wedding, the joy of the wedding, continues in the marriage. And so the way our sages have set up the morning prayers are replete with reminders of the closeness of the relationship. We say those 12 words, ani. We start the first word of the day that we ever utter is not good morning, is not how are you, or oi, my back is sore, oi, my neck is sore. No. It's an awareness that the king is waiting for us to run with us throughout the day. Modeh, moide, moide ani. Thank you, Hashem. And then, Ultimately, we are going to wash our hands. And washing the hands in Yiddishkeit 
has two meanings. First is the washing right next to our beds. And that we do before we do anything else, before we move around. So we've said the words, now we do the action. We spill water on the right hand, then the left, then the right, then the left, then the right, then the left. Six times in all, alternating, beginning with the right, if we're right-handed, otherwise the other way around. And in Kabbalah, it explains that at night, our soul partially left our body, and in its place there is a spirit of the opposite of life. And the only way to remove it is by this ritual washing. And before we wash that way, we actually don't walk around. We actually don't do anything. We wash before we do anything. And once we've washed what's called negelwasser, translated as nail water, washing the hands, washing the fingers, we now can start our day. And after we've prepared ourselves, we will rewash and now make a blessing on the washing. Because the other reason that we wash our hands, King David says in Tehillim, Se'u Yedeichem Koidesh Uvarchu Es Hashem. Elevate your hands in holiness and bless the Lord. So before we bless Hashem, we're going to wash our hands. But also it's the idea that although the hands representative of the vessels of action, our bodies, can be ordinary and mundane, we can also elevate them. The parsha this week, Naso, elevate. It means to count. Because when we elevate the ordinary, we make everything count. Life's not a waste. Every breath is not a waste. With every breath that we take, we praise Hashem. Every soul, the word for soul, is the same as the word for breath, nishama, nishima. Kol ha-nishama, tahalelka. May all the souls praise God, but may with every breath, may we praise God. It's a life that's alive, that's vibrant, that's secure. And the prayer that we say, al-nitilat yadayim, reminds us, as every blessing over a mitzvah does, of the marriage. How is that? In a blessing, there can be three words, six words, or ten words as a preface for the actual blessing. There is Baruch Ato Hashem, that's three. Literally, blessed are you, O Lord. Next three words, Elokeinu Melech HaOlam, our God, King of the Universe. But then there are four more words that are said before a mitzvah. The first six words are said before a blessing of partaking in food, of eating, praising Hashem for the wonders of nature, thanking Him for His goodness as in the grace after meals. But then there are the blessings we make before doing a mitzvah or as we do a mitzvah, like the lighting of the Shabbos candles, like the washing of the hands, like the putting on tefillin, like the study of Torah. And what's unique about these blessings, 
these prayers is that there are four words asher kidishanu bemitzvotav vetzivanu which literally means as a continuation of the first six so we say blessed are you o lord our god king of the universe who has sanctified us asher kidishanu with his commandments bemitzvotav vetzivanu and has commanded us and then we mention the mitzvah al netilat yadayim commanded us on the washing of the hands the king of the universe has commanded us on the lighting of the shabbos candles the putting on tefillin the mitzvah of etrog and lulav and so on and so forth but hasidic teaching adds another dimension and instead of just saying asher kedishanu bemitzvotav vitzivanu stating a fact that he has sanctified us with his mitzvahs and commanded us on this particular mitzvah the word asher asher is from the word ashrei ashrei means happy we are so happy we say to hashem kidishanu which means you've made us holy and separate but kidishanu also means you've married us you gave us kidushin that was matan torah you married us at sinai like the word of this week's parsha naso nisuin marriage kidushin marriage we are so happy we say with each mitzvah that we're about to do blessed are you o lord our god king of the universe we are so happy that you married us that you connected with us bemitzvotav through what is the connection through the mitzvahs through the torah but we're about to do a mitzvah so we focus on we're so happy that you've married us with your mitzvahs vitzivanu and you instructed us you connected with us because the word mitzvah's connection and where is the connection you've connected with us on the washing of the hands we do this we bring you close and connected we study the torah before studying the torah we say this bracha asher kedishanu bitzivanu and we connect because vitzivanu and you connected with us it's an incredible thing hashem is there but the connection is up to us because it has to be two ways you can give gifts but if the other one doesn't use them it kind of just sits there its potential is not realized let's look at this in terms of our marriages the morning brachas actually make us aware make us aware of the connection with our spouses but first let's look at the fact that everything can remind us if we just take the time to look so let's look now not only at the general kidishanu as a nation vitzivanu that you've given us as a nation this wonderful opportunity and we're so happy about it but we then focus on two things that are us one is the body one is the soul the guf and the neshama and we understand that god 
is intimately involved in everything physical and the neshama infinitely involved in everything spiritual. And so it is when we review our relationship with our spouse. There's the practical and there's the spirit. And just as we go back on a daily basis to talk about the guf and the neshama, the asher yatsar and the elokai neshama, those two prayers, let's look at that in terms of our marriages. They're the practical things that the spouse brings or has brought. And then there's the spirit. Let's appreciate both. The spirit is very often just the presence of the other, knowing that the other is there, knowing that I am a couple. In addition to that, it's important to know that Hashem is the partner in that same way. He's the guf and the neshama, but we see the body, we see the world, and we don't necessarily see the spirit, the life force that's being breathed into the world at every moment. But from looking at the body, from reflecting on the world and the incredible way that it works, we begin to see that there's a driving force, there's a nishama behind the whole thing. And the security of his presence, whether we fully see it or we don't, gives us tremendous security. When you believe in God, when you have a sense of God, no matter what happens to you, you have equipment. And our yearning in life is to know more and more, to be more and more secure. Similarly, in our marriages, let's not take anything for granted. We each bring security to the other. We each bring many, many gifts. We brought gifts. And even if the spouse doesn't do that much, there is a sense of partnership. There is a sense of being and we need to work to develop that and to develop our appreciation. Appreciation makes us different. It brings our essence to the fore. You know, our essence really is to be happy. And I've heard this example, how do we know the essence of a human being is to be happy? Because a baby's always laughing unless there's something a bit uncomfortable. Baby's a bit wet, a bit hungry, a bit colicky, a bit cold, tired, more or less. Those are the things. And if you deal with the wetness or the colic, if you deal with the hunger or the tiredness, the baby's laughing and gurgling again. We have to see that the superficial doesn't affect the essence. We're essentially happy. Ashrenu. We are happy people. Let's examine what superficial things are clouding our happiness. But giving gives tremendous, tremendous amount of joy. And there's a new little book that's come out for Kindelach. But you know what? It's so clear that I'd like to share it with you here. It's called Sarah the Bucket Filler. And essentially it's about a little girl 
who's excited in school about sharing something and another child says, big deal. And then when they go out to the playground, the little girl wants to go on the slide and the other girl comes and says, I was here first or something, runs and pushes her off the swing. And the little girl feels extremely, extremely bad. And she sits down. She doesn't feel like playing anymore. She's not happy anymore. She's not excited about sharing anything anymore. And the teacher comes to explain to her that each one of us has a bucket. And when we feel good, our bucket is full. What makes us feel good? The love of our mother, the love of a friend, the love of a spouse. What makes us feel good? The things that were nice. We had a nice meal. And she describes to her. But when someone insults us, they dip into our bucket and take out from our bucket. And eventually, our bucket feels empty. So how do you fill your bucket, the teacher explains? By filling other people's buckets. And that's the challenge. Can we fill the buckets of others and see how our bucket becomes fuller and fuller to the point where our bucket is overflowing, we are shining? And where did it come from? From complimenting others, from being kind to others, from giving to others. Naso, uplift. Fill the other, and may Hashem fill us fully and all of creation by sending us Mashiach. Good Shabbos.